Well, welcome to the show. Damn, took you long enough. This is She Gets Up Podcast. My name is Shan. I'm here to give you everything I'm giving the people in my life, okay, and the physical. I am being honest. I am laying it on the table. Uh, pick through. Listen up to all the topics and things. You know, get comfortable. Put your feet up. Is your feet staying? Keep your shoes on. And uh, let's get into the show. Let's go. Make your way back to the show. What's the one say? All right, back to the show. Hey, excuse me, Miss Shitty. Can you um please leave the store? <laughs> nah, fam. Mm-hmm. So speaking of shit. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the shit. We are right. we are um interested in everybody stacking their coin in twenty twenty since it's like a couple of weeks away. So I basically wanted to talk about the utilization of money between us and um basically how brown people, minority people minus white women because they have it better than us. Okay. White women aren't a minority. Well, they're they're within the minority group when you say minority them. Oh, so I didn't now, know that. So now they classify to, themselves under that, but okay. Yeah, so now we have to specify who we talking about in the minority group. Basically, how we utilize money and how we can do it in a smart way, because I think a lot of people are walking around thinking different cultures come from a background of money that's why they have money that they they can buy these things and their credit card is just like unfucking limited and it's not it's just they understand how to use their money in a wiser way that works for them and i just don't think people are educated enough to know what those ways are and what opportunities they have to handle their money better. That and other, and that and other cultures don't mind living with a bitch until they get on their feet. Yeah, I think a lot of. Um, and see, I mind that. Well, see, I, I, <laughs> I don't like saying Spain. Yeah, I can't even say like brown people because Hispanic families they'll be like auntie, uncle, cousins, all in the same house until you get enough money to have your own home that you own and then you wait until the next you know the next family and the next family but I think black people quote unquote because you could come from different places and still be considered black are like oh, as soon as you get 18 you need to get out of my house and it's kind of like are you saying that's an American thing though What's an American thing? Like, um, as soon as you turn 18, you got to get out the house. Because, like, grown people shouldn't be living together or some shit like that. But even, mm-hmm. like, Ameri- American families that are not black still allow their their kids to come home after college. Or But I'm saying, like, that's a, I feel like that's a black American thing, though. Yeah, okay. I agree. Oh, yeah. I would say that, yes. And I think that's the wrong way to do it because what happens is at 18, I don't know about y'all, but at 18, I didn't know shit about being financially set up. Uh-uh. No. Nope. 
I just and that's when I left my mama's house and I didn't know. Yeah, I just knew that if I did something wrong, I was gonna Right. That's it. But I knew when it comes to like forms I had to sign in college, I signed them shits. I don't need no parent. I don't need no parent permission to roam about in the world. It's all on me. But I didn't that kind of, like financially uh, responsibility and all of that other shit didn't hit me until I was like 25. Mm-hmm. So, if, so if you pushing your kid outside of your house at 18, what are, where are you pushing them to? Right. Into shit. Into debt that they're going to accrue and then you're going to end up feeling sorry for them and bringing them back in and then their debt going to be your debt because you want them to get straight so they can get up out your house in the right way. Why why not just do it the right way in the beginning? Yeah, I mean, because I don't care how good of a job I have, how good of a, of a career I have. If I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have went to college. Me neither. I don't think I would have went. Nope. I think I would have waited, but to me, being in high school, it was looked at as being so cool, and the thing to do is to finish high school and go straight to college. Where now it's kind of looked at as in you graduate high school, you do an internship, you work a job for about, you know, 10 years, and then you really figure out what you really want to do that's going to be profitable, and then you could go back to school at any age. But you know, they still got niggas pushing their kids to go to school, like, right after high school, though. I know, like, I'm not doing that to my kids. Like I'm, I'm really not gonna be one of those parents that's gonna be like, you have to go to college. Gotta go to college, right? Man, fuck that college shit. And I think as a parent, like you should kind of like introduce some of the other alternatives outside of college. Yeah, like working for yourself or um, working on your craft, and if you work on your craft hard enough then maybe some, someone else would pay for you to go to school and if that's something you want to do with your time because mm. this is a lot of time you can go ahead and do that but you know also we come from that we, well we don't come from that generation but our parents come from that generation of get a good job, go to school get a good job stay on that job do 30 years Get back, and if you're older, tired. Okay. Yeah. Like my mother, my I never heard her out her mouth say, "I always wanted to own my own business. I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to do that." All I heard her say when she was growing up, all she wanted to do was have a government job. See, I never heard that. And then when she got a government job, she was happy. Mm. What what about your dad? My dad was an outlaw. (laughs) (laughs) There goes Casey's spicy side. (laughs) My dad was like that. My dad was like an outlaw. He ain't never said nothing about going to school. He ain't never said nothing about this. He always did some shit to make some money. So my dad was always scheming. Okay. The last time I went to Miami, the nigga was telling me how, mind you, this nigga is 74 years old. Oh my god. And the last time I went to Miami was probably like, maybe four years ago. He pulled out a case of DVDs, 
and asked him if I wanted to take a whole bunch of DVDs back there and I told him no where did you get all these DVDs from he said he said this nigga owe me some money he ain't oh had money to pay me so I took all his shit oh my god <laughs> So now he had hundreds of DVDs in the house. But yeah, he was showing me where he had his money at case I happened to him. My dad is the old ass nigga. My dad is the old ass Cuban that's in Miami doing some shit. (laughs) Basically. One one that trusts himself and not the bank. (laughs) Right. So my dad is the entrepreneur nigga. Yeah, my mom was more of the, you know, you work a good job and you get paid good money to live a normal life. But that was never me, and I don't think that was ever any of my siblings as well. Hmm. What about you, my... What about me, what? Like, did, how are your parents? What did they teach you? Did, were they, like, for you? So what were they about, like, going to school? Well, we know your mom is <laughs> what about your dad? Um, definitely, my mom was about going to school, but my mom didn't realize that school also costs money, and it's not smart to go get a bunch of like. I mean, just just because you're not paying out of pocket for it, don't go make it free. It's like, um, you know, like built up debt. And I don't think that my mom had took that into consideration um, when she, you know, pressed the college issue. Like to her, like getting a refund check was a way of getting ahead or getting caught up. But in my mind, it's like, well, I still got to pay this back at some point. So it's like, like, why am I to enjoy it? So that's my mom. My father. Huh? How did your mom pay for school? She, she didn't. I had. Oh, how did she pay for school? No, had, because didn't your mom go to school? Yeah. Um, she went to like a vocational school though. Oh, so she not like an actual university. Mm-mm. Okay. No. What about your dad? No, my dad didn't even graduate high school. So apparently, my father had like faked his diploma or something like that, and that's how he got the job that he got. But what's my up with father, us even as daddies? Listen, I don't know, but my father drives um, railroad trains. That's okay. good. And he, and he, it is, and he's been doing that for thirty years. And you know, my grandfather did it for thirty years, and my grandfather's grandfather did it for thirty years as well. So that's how he got his job um, doing that on the railroad, <clears throat> driving trains. Um, no high school diploma, no college degree, no, no kind of education. And my father made more money than my mom as a doctor, mm. a nurse. Oh wow! See, like my dad. Well, both of my parents are Jamaican, and then my dad came up here when he was. I want to say in his 20s with a hundred American dollars and he figured out a way to get his own shit get a house buy property buy um, a business make it a barbershop um, learn the trade of cutting hair and then hired barbers in there and then with the rest of his money he gambled it 
but that was like something he like he figured out a way to maintain the lifestyle he wanted through how he made money but he never went to a job and worked for somebody so when anybody like when my brother came to him and was like he wanted to go to school for um, art or some shit he felt the way because he didn't want to do what he did on how he made money and then my mom on the other hand was she was like a person where I don't want to go to an office I know she wanted to do nursing but she never could do that because she had us and then she was always sick and Mm. so she would um, make wedding dresses for the ladies at church she would make the church hat at the house. She would do upholstery. Um, she would babysit. And she always was there to, like, do, like, school stuff with us. She always was there to go on field trips. Um, whenever we needed to move around in Philly or Maryland, she was doing it by train, trolley, bus, cab, or walking. Like, I never remember, like, my dad being able to, like, well, I never remember my dad taking us to, like, doctor's appointment or anything. The only thing that he did was take us to and from church on Sundays. That's it. So, my parents were not pushing for me to go to college. I chose to go to college. None of my brothers went to college except my dad's um, son. He's, like, in his 50s and in his 60s now. Yeah, I'm the only one without a college degree. I'm the only one with one. Dang. Yeah, I don't. I don't. My brothers that my mom had, none. None of them went to college. Cause like my sister, she went, but she went. Uh, my sister was offered like several scholarships, and she wanted uh-huh. to go to school in New York. But my mom told her she couldn't go to school in New York because my mom ain't had the money to buy her winter clothes. Oh. So my sister went to school in Florida and it was basically she had a, a full four-year scholarship to UF. Mm-hmm. Now my twin brother, on the other hand, he uh, like he was kind of like me. Like we both like dibbled and dabbled in like community college, but we was like, man, fuck this shit. Because like by the time, because like when it came to either us going to work and making money or studying or going to class. He's like, bitch, I'm gonna go to work and make some money. Yeah. He really didn't finish his degree until after he was out in the military and then he got the GI Bill, so he got the military papers to go to school. Mm. Like, yeah, I dibble and dabble in college courses, but like at the end of the day, like that shit ain't for me because I get bored. I mean, yeah, it's not for everybody. Like I told my sister that she don't have to go to college if she don't want to but I think like she should find something like whether it's a trade school mm-hmm. or like job core but you don't gotta go sit in a college in a classroom or in an online course for four years Right. yeah because I think now I do like the fact that everybody's pushing entrepreneurship and starting your own business but we are still going to need somebody that can do plumbing that could do electrical work and it's kind of like if you get to a point where you have all these people that want to own a business who gonna who go to work for you right right like who's going to actually get down there and fix the shit 
Well, you know, prime example, like I was saying, like my mom, she she never had that entrepreneurial spirit. So there are people out there who don't have that spirit. They just want to make sure that they go to a job that's going to pay them well every day and that they're going to have good benefits. Mm. And there are people like that, and that's okay because not everybody is meant to own their own business. Right. Yep. That's totally true. Because if you think about it, if everybody owned their own business, who's going to work for that person? Mm-hmm. Keep mm-hmm. like pointed like case in point the jobs that we have. If we all had our own business, like if everybody in the world had their own business, and we were at the position like our jobs are, who's gonna work for us? Right. We'll mm-hmm. be running ragged trying to run these multi-million dollar companies by ourselves. All right. Like, um, excuse me, I know you're the owner of this, but can you check me out? No, right, exactly. Yeah, I know you own this big ass store and you stocking shelves right now for customers that's coming in, but um, you got a long ass line at the register. Yeah, I think at some point everybody just gotta work for somebody. It's like everybody is working to really like support to support each other like i was sitting in ahop yesterday and i was like you know like if this lady didn't come to work we wouldn't be sitting here eating and if somebody didn't deliver their products to them they wouldn't have any food to service with and the chain goes on from there yeah that's like um that's like a beehive exactly like everybody gotta work to to support somebody my customers basically not everybody is meant to be the queen bee you got one queen bee mm. me you got all these worker bees <laughs> and then when another queen bee pops up in that mix of queen of, of worker bees that queen bee can't be in the same hive as that queen bee she gotta go out and have her own shit yeah so then she goes out, has her own hive, and then she has her own workers, and then eventually she will have her a queen bee in that hive, and that queen bee will have to leave and leave her that hive to go start her own hive. So it's all a cycle, like not every and like and it's okay, like when people down other people for not wanting to be entrepreneurs or being bosses and stuff like that, like don't do that. Offer that bitch a job because if you're such a boss, you need people to work for you. Yep. I think that shit sounds nice, but not everybody could do it. Like, I like to be busy doing shit. I don't think I could just own a business and look at people work. It depends. Because sometimes you'll need an assistant. Yeah. I just like to be busy. I like to be hands-on on shit. So who taught y'all about money or handling money? I taught myself. It's kind of like a mix between myself and my mom. I mean, I mean, I love mom to death. I mean, but she didn't teach me. Mine didn't either. I taught to me a little bit. Mm. I think my mom. I think the main thing that I learned from my mom was nigga, pay your bills on time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same thing. That's what I have to learn on my own. I um my mom never talked to me about money. I remember when I was sixteen, she got a bank account in my name because my dad just started sending her money from his social security because he didn't want her to take her 
to court for back child support. Which I hated that my mom did because when she had left him when I was eight, she never took him to court for like child support or any help. And we went, we lived through like um, women's shelters, living on Section 8, her getting her house, her struggling to pay her bills, her working at a daycare, her working from home, her doing like side hustles. And I'm just like, you do not have to go so hard when you have the resources and he's fully able to help you and you just refuse to ask for help. Yeah. And that that turned into me growing up not wanting to ask people for help. And then now I got two kids and I have to ask for help because I can't do everything by myself. And now I have to constantly teach myself a better way of managing money because it's not like um, back in the day where you have a quote unquote village to raise a kid everybody mm-hmm. gotta work now Yeah, my brothers gotta oh, yeah. work my um, my cousins work my nephews work ain't nobody staying home chilling watching nobody's kids grandmas ain't around so it's, it's just different. Nobody taught me how to balance a checkbook. Um, I learned that at elementary school. Never learned it. I had to learn that myself. Nobody taught me about like the different accounts you can have. I had to figure that out myself. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody taught me about budgeting. My mom never spoke to me about mm-hmm. budgeting. Mine didn't even. Um, as far as saving... I suck at saving. I don't know how to save. Facts. Me too. Um, I, I wasn't thought that either. I don't have patience. I'm very impulsive. And I'm one of those people where I'm just like, since I have it now, I'm going to need it later. Let me just buy it now. And that's a bad habit to have because you end up with all this shit that you do not need right now. And there, there's other needs and priorities. But you have this shit. And it's kind of like, I um, struggle with like this imaginary cloud of I'm going to get to it or it's going to get done and I really don't have a plan for it getting done. I just don't see it right now because it's not in front of me. So that's why like I have calendars everywhere. I have to have alarms for certain bills. I have to have reminders three days ahead before shit comes up. And if you don't learn how to manage that shit in the right way, that shit can be stressful you can develop mm-hmm. anxiety. Um, you can get overwhelmed. When you're supposed to be focusing on certain shit, you can't focus. And if you yeah. teach your kids that from a young age, when they get to their fucking 30s and they really have kids out here, they're not going to be having these stupid-ass struggles. These <laughs> <Yeah>. stupid-ass <laughs> struggles. I mean, no, like... My mom didn't teach me. I had to learn myself. And that's probably why, you know, I, I got evicted from an apartment when I was, what, 20 years old. What the fuck were you doing with the apartment at 20 years old? I had roommates. Girl, when I tell you I did not get my own. But where else, where else was I going to stay? I was out in Atlanta, Georgia by myself, a thousand miles from Texas. Like, what else was I going to do? Cause bitch, I ain't have my own apartment until I moved to Atlanta. 
Me too. I did not get my name on any type of lease until 2014, and I had to rent a house with my mom and Anna. Mm-hmm. Ever since, since I want to say since 16, I was living with family, paying them money towards the mortgage for rent. Then I was living with friends, paying the money to, towards their mortgage. Then when I was in New York, I was paying them uh, weekly towards the rent. But I'm thankful for that because that saved me time to understand, oh, you need running water? Bitch, we need a deposit. I thought you would just need me to pay the water bill. No, bitch, we need a whole deposit hole. Right. <laughs> like, it's a lot of money and understanding of what's your credit like. Nobody talked to me about credit. The only thing <laughs> the only thing I learned about credit at 18 was don't apply or sign up for all these credit cards. That's it. Yeah. The only thing that taught me about credit was people telling me I wasn't approved for shit. That's and a fact too. And I'm just like, what the fuck is That's when I first That's when I first learned about credit because I mean none of my parents even taught me that like I had to be told no several times to learn about what does it take to get you know credit what does it do what is it for how do you build it etc it's just I don't know I I was like Right, like I was like, like I just didn't like I was just so uneducated. I was like 21, 22 years old. I, I was getting notes on my door about rent being late. My accounts always overdrawn. I got all these overdraft fees. By the time I get paid, I have zero dollars and zero cents. I'm in the negative. Yeah. In my name, like I can't even pay my light bill on time. My lights is is, is cut off. And then at that time, I ain't had no car. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, to be honest, I probably didn't start getting out of, like, the negatives in my account until I started, like, living by myself. I think when I moved in by my... I think when I moved in by myself and, like, had my own apartment, mm-hmm. that's when it was like, okay, I need a roof over my head because there's nowhere I can go if I don't have a roof over my head. Right. I need, and- I need groceries, so if I don't pay my rent if I don't pay my like I don't I need to eat but if I as long as my mm-hmm. rent is paid my electricity is paid and my cable is paid I'm good to go I can scrounge up a dollar to get something off the dollar bill. and see that's what that's what my mom didn't teach me my mom would tell me why would you pay all of your bills if you don't have x y and d like you still need money to live off of mm-hmm. and I don't think like that I think like my rent should be paid and my light should be on and I'll just go eat some noodles. Like I don't need to ball out. It's, a, it's spend about two hours on groceries. Like, like who is like teaching you about priorities? Nope. Nobody, Nobody. wasn't at the time. <laughs> and that's what's fucked up. And it's kind of like that's what the problem was. Like I, I had to learn that on my own. But rent, having somewhere to lay your head is a priority over feeding your your stomach. I'm sorry. Let me tell you let me tell y'all something. My mom in Miami, my mom went to like a deep ass depression because my older brother had committed suicide. So like she was in the house depressed as hell. I'm in the house with her. My, my other brother's off into the military. My sister's living in New York with her family. 
So it's just down there it's in Miami. It's just me and my mom. I'm going to work every day. Yeah, she's paying the bills, but unbeknownst to me, she wasn't paying her mortgage. But she was paying all the other stuff. So she's paying all the other stuff, but she wouldn't go grocery shopping. She wouldn't cook. She wouldn't do nothing. So, like, I'm spending all my money going out to eat every day, but I'm making sure my mom has to eat, too. I was like, I want to say maybe I was, like, in my mid-20s. I never went grocery shopping before. I had to start grocery shopping because I was tired of spending $50 a day Oh, eat now! Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's so I learned how to go grocery shopping. After that, after learning how to go grocery shopping, I had to learn how to cook. Wow! And that's a lot because you basically had to turn into the parent, right? And let alone you doing all of the things inside the home, and the mm-hmm. home is on the verge of a disaster because that's not being paid, right? And then, like, before I, like, right before I moved to Atlanta, my mom was like, no, I think I'm just going to let the house go and we just get a two-bedroom apartment somewhere. I'm like, well, I'm moving to Atlanta. I don't know what you're going to do. What? Mm-hmm. And then I've been in Atlanta for, like, three months, and then next thing I know, my mom's like, oh, I'm coming to move up there with you. Now, see, my father was the opposite. <laughs> but the thing is, with my, with, with my father is that he didn't fuck with his kids like that. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older, I see why. <laughs> like, I really do because I feel like kids will, will get you with some financial shit. They go out here and make all these problems and then you gotta come in and fix it and jeopardize your goddamn credit for they little young asses that are doing stupid stuff. Yeah. Now, I ain't gonna lie, my mom had fixed some of my shit though. But I had to pay her back and I, I did pay her back. That's good. I see why he don't but my father wasn't like that though he was the opposite but I wasn't around him like that during my adolescent years to really learn and digest the information now my dad always had money but he does like a broke bitch and that's how you need to do it to keep it I didn't realize that until I got older though I know I'm really yeah. that shit now. I didn't realize that until I got older. And like I had told y'all earlier, when I had went to my to his studio apartment, me and he was talking, and he pulled out like a wide, like a big ass stash of money. And he was like, if anything ever happens to me, when you come to this apartment, this is where the money is. Oh, wow. And I'm like, nigga. <laughs> the fuck? Mm. But me and my mom had that conversation, and I kind of like resented her for that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of hurt her feelings that I told her that. But it's like, like you could you could have did a better job. No, my mom hates <laughs> like, to be critiqued. At yes, you were a great mom, but I needed X, Y, and Z, and I never grew up with that. So now, granted, she's not perfect, you know, but. Yeah, now like I'm like this, and she always likes to tell me, "Oh, you're just like your dad." But my dad never got, you know, you know, walked on. My dad never got things taken for him or him taken for advantage because he knew how to tell people, "No, I need to do this for me." Like it's one thing to be nice, but it's another thing to just keep allowing people to use you, and then you end up with nothing. So that's a different topic. Yeah. <laughs> so you feel like 
your mom was kind of like a pushover in a sense. My mom was the fix it for everybody else's shit. But herself. But hers. And Mm -hmm. then if you try to tell her a better way to do things better, she feel like you're telling her that she's wrong. But I think women mm-hmm. of the generation are just like that, though. Yeah. Well, my, my mom is not. My mom tell you to go to hell. <laughs> but how, but how old is your mom? I think Chantal's mom is, like, much older than my mom. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Kiki, how old is your mom? My, my mom is 49. Exactly. Kiki, uh, Chantal, how old is your mom? 66. Like six, right, yeah. How old? 66. That's See, my mom's 20 65. Years. Exactly. Did you? Yeah. They're just stubborn, and I just want her to be able to get like her work. Like if you if you sewing for your clients, they need to pay you half up front. Like once you finish their their work and, and their garments, you don't need to be chasing them for your money. Yeah, they should pay you right there and there at I, at pickup. What I tell mean? her that right. over and over and over again. She constantly taking people's word for it and chasing them for her money. I'm just like, girl. Because she's been doing the same thing for so long. That's what works for her. <sighs> and you can't fault her for that. I'm not following her. I just want her to see that that's not working. That's trying she to She's not. She, she in her 60s, girl. If she ain't see it then, she damn sure not going to see it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at 60, she ain't going to change, Shawty. I'm just like, okay. So don't work yourself up over her issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I stopped. I stopped. I had to back back and just ask her how she's doing and then just leave it at that. Exactly. That's what I do with my mom. I'm like, how you doing? Are you good? All right, great. <laughs> I want no details. That's what I do with mine, too. So, like... But sometimes me and my mom butt heads, though, but... Of course. Yeah, because your mom is still young. Mm-hmm. Old. My mom was in, my mom was forty when waiting that exhale came out, girl. Damn, I was about five years old. <laughs> listen, listen. When that movie dropped, and my mom was like, "What, twenty five? Yeah, because my parents are like twenty years um older than me. Girl, my mom is thirty two years older than me. I'm done. Yeah, they had me at a young age. Then you know my my dad's stroking at sixty, my mom's stroking at thirty. I'm just like y'all just nasty, right? Well, your dad was thirty years older than your mom. Yep, he he could have picked her up at kindergarten, honey. (laughs) Try damn. (laughs) (laughs) They good. Oh my god. My dad's oh. not that much older than my mom. <laughs> They're the same age, my father and, and my mom. No, nah, my dad's 74. My mom's like 67. Mm. I'm 35, yeah, 67. <sighs> so what are like some uh, better ways to utilize your money? Bitch, so go y'all... broke and figure it out after that. What you say? I'm telling you, being broke. No, that's facts. Because <laughs> being broke will teach you. Bitch, you gotta so be broke at least one much. time in your whole entire life as an adult. Like living paycheck to paycheck, having zero dollars to your name, not getting no food to eat. That that's your biggest teacher in life, next to being heartbroken, um, or or not having a job 
mm. I think. But <laughs> realistically, I don't want nobody to go through that. Right. <laughs> but it's kind of like you got to hit bottom in a way. At some point, though. Yeah, at some point. Because once you're at the bottom, there's nowhere else to go but up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but I mean, I, I guess, I mean, that's such a vague question because it depends on where you are yeah. in life. Like, you talking about somebody who's like 18 years old or 20 years old, I would just advise you to, to like start out with a job and go and like try to save a, a small amount as you can. And stay at home. Well, right. I, I, I'm, I can tell and you. And if your parents ain't asking you for no money, bitch, save some of that money. Your parents should be asking you for my money at 18 years but old. Girl, that's the fucking lie. My mom was asking me for money at 18. What you talking today, about? Mine was too, and I was mad about it. <laughs> Today's parents do because they really don't have no setup and their jobs are disappearing because technology is advanced. So, like, what I read were like, um, plan for bigger purchases before you have to pay them. That's okay. one way. Um, make a budget on half of your income. Facts. Uh, don't impulse purchase. Uh, shop on a need base. Okay. Something I'm. Working. My advice is to live within your means. People don't know what that is. You got to dumb it down for them. That's the pro- that's what the problem is. <laughs> My is stop keep up with the junk. Stop impressing motherfuckers. Exactly. And I'm trying to impress other people. Yeah. We go wrong. I seen a post on. um... We look fresh for the club. We go wrong. The club. We go give all these ass gifts for people around the holidays or their birthdays. And you don't even like them damn people. Exactly. (laughs) We go going on these. As vacations, not our credit cards, um, but we still got to pay. So we go wrong doing shit like that. Like, y'all have lived, but at the same token, like, bitch, I I don't know about anybody else, but I can't be on the beach in Bora Bora. You ain't paid your rent or your or your light bill yet. On the beach somewhere with my feet kicked up, enjoying myself, knowing that I haven't. When you get back home, I haven't paid my car note. My rent's gonna be late, so then they're gonna be charging me a hundred dollar late fee plus ten dollars a day every day after that initial ten days. I haven't paid my cell phone bill, so that's gonna be another late charge. I haven't paid this. I haven't paid that. Like I can't relax doing. Mm -mm, I can't either. But a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Like, my mom was... Uh, but like are that. they really relaxing, though? They not relaxing, but they do a better job of blocking out reality. But you but might to come well, back you home drugs. with... If that's the case, you might as well smoke coke. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> or smoke weed. Or get drunk. Or like me. Uh, I ain't like that. But see, but that's the definition of being an addict, though. Like, you... You well, not being an addict, but like, but it is kind of like being drugs. an addict because you you chasing this shit that you're not really going to have, right? To forget your other, to forget all that other stuff. Yeah, it's a it's an it's an addicting thing. I mean, people drink to numb reality. People snort things to numb reality. So you could say it's the same thing. 
But it's always going to be there, though, so you may as well face it. Right. I'm drinking this Jack right now because, bitch, I'm chilling. I had me a glass of wine earlier. I had some tea. But I seen a post on uh, Instagram that said that um, a a lot of y'all have the new J's, but y'all ain't got health insurance. Damn sure ain't got health insurance. Show me 20 20 males right now between their 20s and 35 that went for physical this year. Man. I I know one. (laughs) (laughs) I know one guy. (laughs) Niggas always want a bitch to check in her vagina, but they don't know when they would check check their whole body. Excuse me. So backwards out here. Um, <laughs> let's focus. Well, one thing, <laughs> one thing that you do is Kiki is you coupon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kiki is a mad couponer. Yeah. Even though I've been slacking this past few months, but I think coupon, but it's a lot of work involved with it, and I think that's why a lot of pe- people don't do it. But it could definitely save you some money. Well, what got gotten you got you into it? When I learned how much money I saved, <laughs> <laughs> and um, just how much that you could rack up on the daily essentials that you buy, mm. and you don't gotta buy the shit for a while. Mm. Like I thought about couponing, but then it's like the shit that I get, like when I see coupons for it's like this shit I don't buy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And see, that's why I said it's also a lot of work because you have to go through and find the deals and make lists. And then sometimes there may not be deals on things that you always buy. So it's so much to keep up with. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I haven't couponed in a while. I mean, I do it every now and again, but it's kind of like, it gets to a point it's kind of like, Chantal, do you need this? Or is it just a coupon and you need to see if somebody else needs it? Right. But you definitely can do it, though. But if you don't have the energy or the patience to do it, it's a lot of work. I understand that, too. That wouldn't be something that I would just recommend to anybody. But I will say that if you're going to go get groceries or or household stuff, I recommend that you go to the ATM and get $200, put it in an envelope, and then use that. Mm. And then once you run out of cash, then that's it. That's one thing I don't like. I don't like having a lot of cash on me. I don't either. But when I go buy groceries, sometimes I'll do that. And it keeps me from going overboard by using cash instead of a card because I'm only limited to how much I could spend. Yeah, What works for me about going to the grocery store is making a list. And if it's not on my list, yep. I don't buy it. Oh, yeah. I got a list. I don't do that because I gotta get I gotta get Drew ass about that because we'll be in the store and he'd be like, Oh, we need this. I was like, it ain't on the list. Come on, keep going. <laughs> I had a list yesterday, right? And I was like, Anya, we have to go to Kroger and then we have to go to the farmer's market. So she was like, You didn't get your MMs? I said, Anya, is it highlighted in purple? She said, Yeah. I said, That's the one I don't need it. She was like, But why you put it on the list? I said, Because I had dreams and aspirations. Let's go. Like, and she'll read off the list and she'll call stuff out, but it's more so like 
you have like all these wands in your head and then you have reality what do you need you don't want to have to go back to the store three days later just go ahead and get it now and just cook it a lot of people spend a hell of money on lunch and dinner yeah. and that's yeah. just crazy to me like, I went to the store today. No money today. I went to the store today to get some groceries, and I was like, "I hope this shit is under like sixty dollars." I'm gonna be really upset. Oh my and my shit was like fifty three dollars. That's good. Yeah. And then, especially like last month, I realized that these stores are really getting away with murder when it comes to these fucking holidays because people buy so much fucking food that they're not going to be able to eat. Nope. So I was like, I'm not even buying anything crazy for Christmas. You just don't eat. Like, it's a regular ass day. Because there was just so much food in here that I'm just like, no. No. They're like, no. It just, it don't make no sense. Mm-mm, it doesn't. Um, another thing you could do is like avoid using your credit cards on your wants. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, when you buy things paid in full and in cash, like Kiki said, I will also recommend on credit cards though. It's like they tell you to keep it under thirty percent. Right. But I would recommend you actually try to keep it under 10%. Because mm. that helps your, your credit score get the max amount of points. Just to slide that in there. Continue on. Also, <laughs> depending on the kind of credit card that you have, if it's one that accumulates points, right? I would use it on everyday purchases. If mm-hmm. you're disciplined enough to pay mm-hmm. it every time you're going to get paid. You get paid, right. Exactly. Every two weeks. Or every other, how, how much have you get paid? Yeah, if you get paid twice a month, a month, every two weeks, every week, if you're disciplined enough to pay it, I would use it and pay it. So I would use it to the point to where it's like how much I feel comfortable spending every every week. And then also, it's also good to have a to have a, a recurring payment. On a credit card, like yep. a light bill, or because banks look at how you spend your credit card, and if they see that you're using the same amount over time for the same bill, that shows them consistency. Mm-hmm. Good tip. Good tip. I didn't have that one. Also, they say to pay your credit card off every month if you can. Right. Yeah. Um, I agree. Research your price because. A lot of places uh, price match. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Couponing. That's 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 a couponing. A lot of like people who really have money and and are quote unquote rich and wealthy, they only shop on sales. Like I'm, they're are, the cheapest rich people. Listen, <laughs> people are so fascinated with paying full price, and you ain't got shit. Mm-hmm. This couple. um that are like millionaires, black couple. They were talking about how they only shop when there's a sale. Him and his wife only shop when there's a sale. If it ain't on sale, they ain't buying it. I don't blame them. Side note: Sometimes I get a full price because I don't feel like they can do that shit. Yeah, but sometimes. 
Sometimes I really get the four ninety nine than the five twenty nine. Yeah, like <laughs> hey, thirty six. <laughs> That extra thirty cents is it? That should add up. <laughs> like when I tell you, I made so much money living in New York because I was working like three jobs around the clock, and I didn't have like all these expenses I have now. And I would, I would buy so many wants that my things became so important. And now, I don't give a fuck about these shoes. I don't give a fuck about my coats. I don't give a fuck about like bags like I used to have at least 60 bags in rotation now I'm just like that shit don't matter anymore cause I got real life shit mm-hmm. real life real so, life so sometimes if you're around certain people or an environment that don't let you see ahead or see like what goal you trying to do the next year and the next year you'll get stuck in this rotation of buying things for the sake of buying things. And that's well, don't make sense. Yeah. You can also um, dispute inquiries when you can. Yes. And that's um, a big so thing. Yes. You said say when you can. Dispute inquiries. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree. Make sure you dispute any inaccuracies on your credit. Uh, like if your address change, if your name change, your social change, you can dispute that shit. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You said what? That matters. Yeah. You said it doesn't. Oh, dispute stuff that matters. Okay, I got you. Yeah. yeah. And it's right. saying um, not to close unused credit cards. Nope. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. Nah, if you, this is the thing when like those close credit, uh, down. and then it also depending on how long you have that account. So, like, say if you have like a credit card that you had since you were eighteen, right? But the credit limit is only five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and you close that account or account that you had that's credit, say like. What it was is wonderful. Report plus your credit history down as well. So mm-hmm. instead of having credit that you had because you had this card since you were 18 years old, if you cancel it in your 30, then it's going to shorten your credit history. So it's kind of like you erase your your efforts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. How long you have to They said to make sure you manage your debt. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Like check your DCI, Rachel. Yeah, Sally May. Like just to know Sally, where you are. All of that. Anything collection. Casey, I'm so proud of you of paying off your collections with your extra money, even though you hated it. I hate shit. <laughs> <You're an adult. laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, quick fact delinquencies, they stay on your credit for seven years. Yep. Um, inquiries remain on your credit for two years. And bankruptcies stay on your credit for 10 years. 
in late payments for seven years. Mm. And one thing I didn't know is if you settle your accounts for less than you owe, it can have your credit. I didn't know that. I think it makes the account back current. Um, it depends. So it depends on depends on what kind. Of, so like my collection stuff, mm. I settled for less than what I owe. And they but just closed it. But what they're doing is when they're closing it and they're reporting it to the creditor as the I'm paying for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one that I paid off for less than I owed, and they just removed it all together. So I think it also depends on the creditor. Yeah, because oh. one of I them said, that- "Well, one of them said reported like you full." Other one said, yeah. "We're gonna have it taken off like it never happened." Right. Um, and then thing. also about those sorry Chantal also about collection stuff it yeah. stays on your credit for 7 years um, if you aren't make, if you aren't planning on making like a huge purchase like purchase a home or a vehicle or something like that mm-hmm. you don't have to worry like you can probably depending on where you're at with it you can probably wait a couple years for it to fall off yeah. or if you're in the process of making a huge purchase and it's kind of like say maybe the second or third year that is on your credit report you might want to go ahead and pay it off okay so being that you're on the home end how does that look for somebody who wants to buy a house that may have had bankruptcies in their credit bankruptcies is something different so the bankruptcy has to be closed and I think it has to be after a certain amount of years depending on what chapter you file mm-hmm. after so you can go ahead and um, purchase a home mm-hmm. me I've had collection stuff on my um, I got collection stuff on my credit history mm-hmm. I'm planning on purchasing a home next year Mm-hmm. None of those items were nowhere near falling off, mm-hmm. so I had to pay. The, I would, I, I would want to pay those off because if I don't, that can affect the lender's decision decision for writing for approving me for a mortgage. Interesting. Not yeah. to say that you can't get a mortgage with collection items. Because you definitely can. They're just going to ask you, like, what happened? Exactly. But or what documentation if, you got, whatever. Right. But if you want, want your credit score at a certain amount for a certain interest rate, you yeah. want to pay those off. And two, depending on how, how much you owe, you want to pay those off as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were saying depending on how bad your credit score is, you could get a house with a 580 credit score, but your interest rate for loans is probably going to be sky high. Yeah. But see, that was my thing. Like, it's not even about the credit score or getting approved. I want a good interest rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know 580 or whatever is all you need. And then depending on the lender, you can purchase, you can buy down your interest. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you don't have the money to do that, Right, right. You just you just don't want to be still trying to pay off your house at seventy three. Right. <laughs> you want to be going and traveling and doing vacations and shit. Well, the good thing about a mortgage is your rate never your mortgage payment never changes. Right. So you know how to budget very well too. 
right so if you so if so even if you're 70 years old you know every month you got to pay the same amount of money every month but that's in case you save and you have that money you know on reserve or you're still working Mm -hmm. you know like that shit is changing like we're not about to have no social security yeah that's a fact so it's kind of like i think that ended in 2013 I've been doing some research on it. <laughs> yeah, like what like what are we doing now that's going to set us up to where we can afford our lives later? Like if you're not working no job with no pension and you it's gonna be on you, like for real, for real. So um I don't know. It's just a lot to think about. And if 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 you're just someone out there that's like, you know, I don't have to worry about credit just keep in mind that credit helps you getting loans, a home, starting a business, apartments. A lot of apartments won't take you if you have bankruptcies. Um, getting cars, air miles with um, credit cards, cable, utilities. It's important. I mean, it's important. Yeah. Listen, it's really important. I like I think that people should time. really be concerned about what the credit bureaus think of you. I, I, I tell people this all the time and I stand by this wholeheartedly. If you don't have the if you don't have the cash if you don't have the money to buy anything cash then you don't need and it. When I say, and when I say anything I mean like if you can't go out there and buy you a brand new 20, 2019 vehicle fresh off the lot in cash. If you can't go out there and buy you a house in cash then you need, a, then you need to have good credit. Mm-hmm. Or at least decent credit. Enough to get approved. You can't have no, I, I I would strongly suggest that you have nothing under a 640. Right. If you don't have the cash to go buy anything. And it's not a bad thing. Like 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 credit is also a good thing. You just have to know the game. Right. That's, I mean, that's really all it is, is a game. So unless you're a, unless you're a hundred thousand air or a millionaire, <laughs> right? And you can't go out there and buy you can't go out and buy houses in cash. You can't buy cars in cash. Bitch, fix your credit. Yeah. And there's people out here who who can fix your credit for you as well. And if you do your and if you do your your research enough, you could even do it. Like exactly. write, like write, um, like like you can write a whole goodwill letter to the creditor. Like when I tell like you write my the uncle company used to be the king of that disputing things off his credit. And my yeah. my, uncle, my uncle was one of those people that kept ten credit cards in rotation. Listen, all you gotta do is tell him, like, bitch, that wasn't me. <laughs> Or sometimes if you just talk to these people and tell them you're trying to buy a house or whatever, whatever, I mean they I mean they'll find understanding in it and they may like like work with you. And also also keep in mind that you can also call your credit card companies and be like, Hey, this is my first time missing a payment. Is there any way you can excuse it? And they will excuse like your first missed payment. Mm-hmm. So just right. just don't think that you have to eat that first missed payment if you've been consistent. Right. I I just feel like a lot of people lose 
when it comes to money and worth wise when they don't know information and the internet is fucking free you can get wi-fi almost anywhere so all you have to do is google it right facts um when it comes to organizing your money you should balance your account yep call your billers and see if they, if they can lower anything for you and track your spending yeah review your phone plan I did that recently like Stop. know what's coming out of your account if you have any ACH transactions or any automatic like plan for that like make that into your budget so you won't wake up and see this payment going and, and then you spend the money that, that you think you have but you really ain't got Right. Oh, baby, I got a whole bunch of shit on automatic payments, and I know exactly the dates that they come out. Right. Me too. My IRS payment. I made <laughs> I made um calendar dates for it. They uh, three days ahead. Netflix is gonna be due on Wednesday. Okay, ho. I always uh, miss the Netflix. <laughs> I just have it But it's just ten dollars, so it don't really affect me that much. <laughs> See, I got it on a credit card, and that yeah, that's not I have. That yeah. credit card I don't even use, and then when the, and then when it does come out, I get an alert from the credit card company like, "Oh, Netflix charge your account X Y and Z." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm gonna do that. I'm yeah. gonna do that, and just have that coming off of that card because I don't even use that card. Yeah. You also should re- research your options on budgeting. There's so many apps right now that will help you do it. Also, let your kids earn the nice shit. Stop buying your kids nice shit that they didn't earn. Right. Like I got two kids and I refuse to buy them an iPhone. I refuse to buy Anya a phone, period. But I know there's gonna come a point where I'm going to have to and she's not getting a phone that I have that I work a job for. She's not getting that. Bitch, let me tell you, my little niece, she's nine years old. She asked for an iPhone and an Apple Watch for uh for Christmas. Oh no. Mind you, the new iPhone. Oh no. The 11, the pro. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and I told my sister, I said, girl, she want an Apple Watch? I said, I don't even have an Apple Watch. Right. She said, child, I got an iPhone 6. My sister, like, I still got an iPhone 6. You think she's going to get an iPhone 11 fucking with me? <laughs> Not for those $1,200. I actually know the iPhone 11s are cheaper than the new than the iPhones that came out before them. Mm. Um, do you think people struggle with uh, understanding short-term uh, things that need to be paid and long-term things that need to be paid? Hell yeah. Yeah. Wait. Relate I mean, I guess I don't. <laughs> so like, because I just thought about. It. So like, for like instance, well, I'm trying to give an example. <laughs> for me, for me, anything short term will fall into things that get paid every fucking month. Like you, right. you, won't, you don't have no choice but to be prepared for this shit. Like your car payment, the light bill, the phone bill, your home insurance, your credit card bill, your rent, your water bill, your food, your gas. If you paying okay. for school, like that shit, you should automatically know this shit need to be paid for. You shouldn't right. be buying your wants over this shit. Oh, yeah. Prioritizing, basically. Yeah, so like long term would be like a house, a new car, vacation. Um, life insurance is something you pay monthly, but long term, you know you need to use that later. 
college fund, emergency fund. Uh, if you build in a business, your health insurance is something you might pay monthly, or if you work a job, they automatically pay that. Uh, managing your debt, like it's like sometimes people don't even think about the shit that may come up later, and they just in this now box, and then when shit come up later, they just dumb to the shit. I think it just trickles down to to something else. Like for example, like if you're paying your bills late, it's a late fee, and then on top of that, so so you end up paying more in the long run, and then next thing you know, you paying three three hundred dollars for something that could have been a hundred dollars had you yeah. paid it on time. I just and think if that's you can't, what it is. yeah, and if you can't pay it on time, then that's fine. But call and make an arrangement. I think it's that it's it's that one time I got in the hole and I never like I I started digging the hole and I just kept digging and never stopped. Mm-hmm. I think it all just trickles down from that. Yeah. Because once you get get caught, once you get behind, it's hard to get to get caught up. Yeah, and credit That's like that overdraft. Oh, I used and to I don't, I don't even have that. Now. Just to get on Marta when I was in college. This shit was crazy. Woo! The days of overdraft fees. My God. The days of the struggle. Um, I think people, if you are really budgeting, you should be going out to eat like a couple of times a month. Not every day like some of us. That's it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I was talking about Misha. Um, <laughs> I'm about and, to say I feel attacked. And it's like, it's a, it doesn't even have to be boring. You can like research a new spot every time you go out. Um, you could cook more. Mm-hmm. You could try to eat less meat. Uh, you can buy smarter Costco's, Farmers Market, uh, Sam's Club, shit like that. Or you can keep on. And you could be more strategic in where you spend your money. Like if, like if you're on a budget, you need to be just be getting a couple of things out of Publix. That's it. Girl, if you're on a budget, you don't even need to go to Publix. You need to take That's what I'm program. saying. <laughs> or farmer's market. Sometimes Fucking Publix is having to buy one, get one. Yeah, the buy one, get one free, you'll be popping. Yeah, sometimes that will And no shade, bitch. You can probably even go to Walmart because sometimes that great value stuff is a little bit healthier than that other shit. Yeah, because some of it don't have that high fructose corn syrup in it. Um, what other cultures do that does save them money sometimes, depending on the insurance company, is paying your insurance the full six months up front on your credit card and just paying that shit off. Mm hmm. Um, some some companies give you a discount for that. Um, some don't. Right. <laughs> understand that nobody needs 500 pairs of shoes. Especially if you're living in a project or an apartment that's not in California, D.C. or New York. Or and you're child. only wearing two, two pairs. Or a child who feet grow every fucking week. That too. That's facts. Um, you don't always have to go to the motherfucking car wash to get your car clean. Wash that shit at home by yourself. 
Yeah, you can try it, way if you got one. I'm not going to do that. You can clean your own carpet. Get you a carpet cleaner and clean your own carpet. Um, what else can you do? I don't know. You can definitely do your own hair, ladies. Listen, ladies, y'all know a sewing is damn near. To a hairdresser, probably like once a year. Everything else, I'm doing it myself. When my hair was short, I went to my barber once every two weeks. Ladies, a sewing is damn near three hundred dollars now. Get you a wig, a good wig, and you can wear that bitch for six months. And brush that thing out. Okay, get you a human hair wig that you can wash and stuff. Yep. It's like yep. it amazes me how much money people will spend now just on hair. Lazy, lazy about just hygiene. Like people are really out here buying eight hundred dollar, a thousand dollar vacuums that clean that house. Shut up, cause I want one. <laughs> like, listen, my cousin has one. I'm just like, you really don't got enough time to vacuum. Like, you really ain't got enough time to see your stuff. Bitches spend that much money on lashes too. Like, girl, put on some mascara. I don't even like that shit. Listen, all these sweepers. <laughs> I feel like y'all be looking like clowns oh, with them damn lashes on. Mm-mm. They look like lamb chops. <laughs> All right. So, what y'all know about um, home equity as money? Hey, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to us run our traps. But I just hope the information just really goes in your ear and it sticks in your mind and it helps you rethink what are you doing with the money you're getting from work from thoughts from uh, creating things from uh, investing things and just making the most out of your time and where you give your effort but it is no time y'all This is where I get more in-depth with the sharing of information. So if it's something you're interested in as far as like being better with your money, get your paper, get your pen, because I'm about to just give you some information. All right. So what I'm going to discuss is basically money, credit, investment, um, more information on FICO, uh, the three different credit bureau Um, that most people check when you're doing um, important purchases and uh, opening certain accounts. I'm also going to talk about the types of credit, bankruptcies, uh, access to funds you should have, best saving accounts to have, and how home equity works as far as like providing you money to move around. Um, The more we know, the more money we can keep you know, circulating in our homes and our families and our communities. And I think, again, the biggest issue is we do not understand how money works, how people use money, and how people keep money circulating within their life in a way where it's like never not available. All right, so the first thing is you need to know how to 
leverage your money. And when I say that, I'm talking about using something to its maximum advantage. The whole point of understanding how to utilize your money is to use it to its maximum advantage, to be efficient with it. Uh, Money, there's three, no, four different types of ways you can use quote-unquote money. Money has an exchange value. That's why people need it. That's why people want it. Um, You have fiat money, which is money that cannot be converted. You have fiduciary money. That's like bank notes. You have commercial bank money. That's like loan money. And then you have commodity money. That's um, like objects, things of value, like paintings, old artifacts. That's worth a lot that you can move and uh, distribute in order to get things or income. Then you have um, credit, which is basically future monetary claim um, under your name, quote unquote, you being in good standing or not being in good standing. Um, Basically your word, but in adult life. And it can go against an individual depending on how good or bad it is. Then you have investments, the purchase of goods that are consumed today but are not used um, until later on to create wealth. Uh, Basically, sitting money that you have access to because you took the time to put money into it at a certain time. Then you have a budget. Basically, all that is is creating a plan on how you spend your money. Everybody should have a budget. I should have a budget. Last year, I started a budget, and I never stuck to it. Hmm. Hence when I'm, why I'm back to where I started needing a budget. <laughs> My thing is, like, if you know you need a budget, stick with the budget. I'm guilty of it. My hand is held high. I am guilty of starting using a budget and then coming off that budget because once I start seeing money come in, it's like I don't think about my worries or I don't think about important needs um, so much at the forefront. It's kind of like I put them on the bank burner. Like, I'll have something. By the time I need to do, I'll have something. I don't know where, but I'll have something. And it's like, why am I so, like, caught up on the ease of feeling like I'll have something? I don't know that. But it's just something that, in my mind, I tell myself. And that's where I fuck up at. And having better utilization of your money is basically knowing your worth. When I say your worth, it's like, it's better than money. Because if you know that you can aim higher to change your opportunity, that's in how you spend money, how you use money, um, what jobs you give your time to. Like, let's say if you had a job that's paying you $10 an hour and you had a job that's paying you $18 an hour, you would want your more open availability to the job that's paying you $18 an hour versus the job that's paying you 10 because you want to get the most money for your time. You only have 24 hours in a day, so you have to use it wisely. Most people, you know, think if they don't have physical money that they are quote-unquote broke. That is not true. 
it's more about how you use what you have to leverage the things that you need, okay? And that's where knowing your worth comes in hand. When it comes to um, bankruptcies, if that's on your credit, um, basically you have all these people and collections that you owe and you don't have the money to do it. If you file bankruptcy, that stays on your credit um, documentation, whether that's Experian, TransUnion, or Equifax for 10 years, okay? If you have any delinquencies, meaning um, collections or people that you owe that you haven't paid over a period of time, that will stay on your credit report for seven years. Any inquiries... Um, that is on your credit, that's like Sprint, um, AT&T, Verizon. I know they do that. Cable companies check it. Uh, when you're shopping for a home and you're, you're doing like applying for different loans, they check it. Um, what else checks that? Utilities, like if you're trying to open an account for a water bill, electric bill, gas bill, they do it. My thing is, you want to limit how many people do inquiries on your credit check. And then you can also um, dispute inquiries on your credit. So just be mindful that you do have these options. Again, a lot of people lose and messing up their credit and messing up how people see them and their uses of money by not knowing those key points. All right, so let's get into uh, the different type of scores um, or understanding the different type of scores. So you have FICO, which is the Fair Isaac Corporation. That's what it stands for. Um, Experian, people that use that would be Chase, um, and some other higher banks that use that. It's a more in-depth um, credit report, and it's more detailed, and it's basically a layout of the time you've had credit with different people and the details of it. TransUnion, um, Capital One uses it, Bank of America, Amazon, Walmart, Best Buy. And to me, it's just more user viewer friendly like when you look at it you get a better understanding because they use more like chart like things then you have equifax um chase also uses this um people that apply for uh home loans home loans when you apply for it they will check through equifax um i think equifax had that uh, that uh scare last year where they got hacked and all of the people information basically I feel like this is how I feel now don't quote me as facts I feel like bigger corporations that have all these people information I feel like they sell it I feel like they sell it to whoever they want to sell it to Facebook had this quote-unquote leak of people information I feel like they selling people's information because it's just like how could you not have the best um you know, software that money can buy when you're a fucking uh, credit (laughs) corporation that has people's information. Like, how could you not protect that? But let's not not get into it. Um, The four types of credit would be revolving credit. um, That gives you a maximum limit. Things that give you a maximum limit is 
regarding as revolving credit credit cards um charge cards then you have service credit then you have installment credit so all of those are four different types of credit that um you would want to have to build your credit but at the same time you want to make sure that you follow the guidelines of being in good standing with um depending on how bad your credit score is you only need like a 580 credit score to buy a house just an fyi so fico scores of eight is between 300 and 850 um auto and credit card fico score range is 250 to 900 so if you have like an 800 plus score that's considered excellent above average you should have no issue getting things on credit um and low interest rates when you do buy things so like if you buy a car it's going to be a low interest rate if you get a credit card it's going to be a low interest rate which is better for you you're going to have more of an allowance to do things if you have a credit score of 740 to 799 that's considered very good Um, And you can be offered lower rates also. If you have a credit score of 670 to 739, that's considered good. It's like the median range and it's acceptable to most. If you have a credit score of 580 to 669, that's considered fair, less than good, but it's going to be more difficult for you to get approved for credit cards. So you might not be able to get a target card. You might not be able to to, um, get uh, Amex, those type of things. Stay in your lane. Um, If you have a 579 credit score or lower, that is considered poor and you need to fix things. You should not be splurging on your tax refund check. You should be paying your bills on time um you should have the utilization alerts on your iphone that you cannot afford to tell you three days ahead of when your bills are due you should not have cable in your house because you cannot afford it i don't even know how you got the cable in your name um, because your credit is trash um you should not be having a whole closet full of sneakers living in the projects or living in an apartment um You should practice more paying your bills on time and having better uh, spending habits. So if your credit score is 579 or lower, lower, figure it out. If you got school loans, figure out a way to consolidate them and pay them off. And always update them on what your... um, your income is because if it's low then they can go ahead and you know make it zero for a certain amount of months until you get to a uh, point where you can actually pay them money literacy is important and this is why you know um you have to understand what people are looking at when it comes to who you are how you spend money and why they should give you opportunities Um, manage your money wisely, make a plan and separate your wants and your needs. That is very important. What else? Um, what funds do you have access to? So when I say this, I'm talking about 
401ks that you can get through your job. I'm talking about IRAs, which is basically pre-tax dollars. You can use it to reduce taxes. So basically, you can deduct the money that you put in your IRA. Think about it. That is how most cultures and different people in certain tax brackets are allowed to move around a lot of money. They invest it in uh, accounts that have certain rules and regulations that benefit them when it comes to tax time. Okay? Understand that. Life insurance. You want to have life insurance. It's the fastest interchangeable generational wealth that you can have. How does it work? So basically... um. You don't want to have term life because term life is like temporary and it has no cash value. Um, Cash value is in life insurance, um, death benefits, all of that. Pay attention to the premiums. If you pay, it's basically you paying little in premiums for a large death benefit. So you want to get a whole life insurance policy. If you pay your premiums and your policy will never be canceled, okay? So that's just money sitting there just in case. But for sure, you know we all are going to die. We just need to be better prepared for it. For the life of me, I do not understand why brown people and most minorities, I'm not talking about white women, the other minorities do not have life insurance. Especially if you work a job more than 40 hours a week that offer um, a lot of other benefits, you can pay a small premium of life insurance, okay? It's just, you know, you don't want to leave your family here scrambling and scratching on how to survive in life without you. You don't want to leave your kids without any support on financially or um if you don't own your house, like those things you got to think about, like where are they going to go? Where are they going to live? How are they going to take care of themselves if they're not of Asia? Um, you don't want your family scrambling on what to do um, if you pass away. Do you want a funeral? Do you not want, want a funeral? How are we going to pay for it? A lot of people don't think about that. And my th- my frustration is we all know we're all going to die we all know like I know I won't have my mother forever and she already had that discussion with me about what she wants she doesn't want a funeral she wants a celebration of her life got it I probably won't be able to make that celebration because I probably won't be in good spirits she um told me about her insurance policy she told me how much she left she told me who's supposed to be getting what like we all have to be adult about the conversations that we need to have okay stop dodging it just have the discussion you want to um have good saving accounts okay the best saving accounts to have right now would be golden Sachs, which is like at a 2.25 um APR, um, not APR, but a rate of how they increase your money if you let them basically play with it and sit in the account. Um, Alley Bank is 2.20%. Then you have Discover, which is 1.80%. Um, FNBO Direct is 1.80%. PurePoint, never heard of it, is 1.80%. American Express National Bank is 1.70%. 
And what this means is the highest um, interest earned means better return on your money. So if you put your money into an account and it's going to give you 2.25% more back on what you put in, then your money is sitting somewhere growing as you're saving it. So just think about that. Think about the accounts that you're having. You do not just want to have your money sitting in an account that's not working for you. Okay, you always want to have an emergency fund. Okay, especially if you have children, uh, you want to make sure you have benefits, health benefits. Um, utilize the benefits at your job if they give you discounts on like renting a car or discounts on going to certain tire shops or servicing your car, things like that. Cut your costs. Also, you want to have retirement accounts. You want to have um, credit score knowledge. You want to put your bills on auto draft, um, your constant bills, okay? Not bills that fluctuate, like bills that you know is going to be X, Y, and Z every month. Here, boom, got it, draft it. Do that if you can do that. Not everybody can do that. And do it from an account that you know has more than enough money in it, and then you can just refill it as you go into the next month, okay? You don't have to worry about calling people and paying who on time if they know they're going to be getting x y and z at a certain time sometimes certain companies give you a discount in your um bill for having things on auto draft so just think about it also if you're married combine your damn accounts okay don't make things too hectic just make it easy and combine your accounts also you um want to buy smart items You know, if you love coffee, maybe think about getting a cold brew maker. If you, you know, want to cook certain foods, think about getting better pots so your food could come out better so you don't have to keep going to a high-ass restaurant. And think about this. Change your spending habits. If you don't really need it, don't buy it. Just because you have a coupon or uh, you see that email... Yeah, you can go to the website and look, but you don't really need it, okay? Just be mindful of that. Uh, Let's talk about home, how to use home equity as money. So basically, equity is payments made against a mortgage, um, quote-unquote, taking money out of your property is basically borrowing. That's what you're doing. So what you want to do is research the type of home loans wisely before you go ahead and get that loan. There there are always benefits to certain loans that you could get. Two ways you can borrow against your property. One, through a home equity loan. Two, through a home equity line of credit. And they call that a H-E-L-O-C. And you have to understand how these loans work. What your payments will be like. Calculate that shit. It's basically the amount that you borrow divided by the interest rate that you have with that loan. Then you'll know what to expect if you go ahead and get that loan. Basic math, okay? We just have to know what's expected of us. That's how we're going to be better with money. And you want to limit your use of equity. That's going to help you. Use the equity to cut your interest payments. Using a dividend when you have a company um, that is in profit and it allows you um, to use part of those profits to be 
divided between shareholders. And also, if one of those people that invested into that property wants to sell, then you could also use that as money. So, I don't think people are just out here with buku dollars, invisible um, bank statements that they can write any check. No, they just have a better understanding of how to use their money. They just have a better understanding of what is a need versus a want. They just make sure when they shop, they shop for a good deal. They're not buying things full price to show off that, hey, I bought a full price. No, you're the fucking fool because that is a 300 percent markup on what that item is actually worth and you're sitting here bragging about how you bought it full price like a dummy (sighs) just be better with money because i want more people to be better with money so young people could be better with money and then their kids could be better with money because if we have consistent generations that do not understand how to handle money that are on Instagram and Facebook flashing wads of money that don't understand how to do their taxes don't understand um, what they can write off uh, don't understand preparation don't understand good planning don't understand good investments we are fucked and since Chantal doesn't want you to be fucked Just be better. I hope you guys use this episode to be better. I hope you go into 2020 utilizing your money better. I hope you learn how to live off of half of your income. Just because you can get a $2,000 apartment each month doesn't mean you need it. If it's just you, you don't need a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment. Go ahead and get that one bedroom and keep that money doing something else for you. It's rent, okay? And if it's rent, that means that hoe is going to go up in the next 12 months. They're making more of a profit off of you than you are. And the longer you're in an apartment and you're not moving out to another apartment at a lower rate, or you're not moving out into a house that you can own with a mortgage eventually, They are going to make more money off of you the longer you are there because they have the say. They can say how much more at what percentage your rent is going to go up every year. Okay? So just be smart. Plan your shit out. Do not depend on anyone else to fix your shit. Do not depend on a boyfriend or a girlfriend to have a place to want to move in, to want to help share your bills. Do not get on the lease with a boyfriend or a girlfriend. That is a temporary thing. Mm, sometimes so is marriage, but that's more like untied, un, just unness that I can just dip whenever the fuck I feel like. And if you have somebody on the lease, that means somebody has to be over the utilities. And ain't nothing worse than trying to separate utilities with someone you used to date that you don't fuck with no more. So just be mindful of that. Um, Credit cards. Remember to spend only 30% of what your credit card limit is. Now, don't be me. And 
think of credit cards as like emergency money because it's not. Your interest rates would be a lot higher later on if you use that whole, like that's your money. That is not your money. That is someone allowing you to borrow on a line of credit, hoping that you will go ahead and pay it like you're supposed to and pay that shit off. What you're supposed to do is use only 30% of your credit card Okay, and pay that shit off every month. All right. If your mama didn't tell you that, I'm telling you that. If your daddy didn't tell you that, I'm telling you that. If your uncle, your sister, your brother, yeah, whoever, hello, I'm telling you that shit. Y'all just be better out here. My name is Shan, and I'm outie. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I will be back with another episode soon come, as a Jamaican says it. Um, if you want to hit me up, you can follow me on She Gets It Pod on IG. My email is whoisshan12 at iCloud.com. Other than that, if you can't reach me, hear me next time. Deuces. <laughs>